0: You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like a chav delving into their gold jewellery collection don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. That means you'll be notified when all of our episodes are released. You can also listen again to all of our previous episodes on iTunes, or if you don't have iTunes and you're not on an iPhone, you can head over to SoundCloud and find them all on there as well. If you are on iTunes, a review would be lovely. Just click on our page, Baines Plus One through iTunes, click reviews and leave us a cheeky five star. That would be nice. Nice, thanks. This week I had brilliant newcomer Kelly Convey. We talked about her Brighton Fringe show, her love of comedy, which came from blogging about dates with her dog, (laughs) and all of the awards that she's recently been winning. Enjoy.
1: It's time for Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio.
0: Baines Plus One. You are listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, recorded live on Hoxton Radio. Now, we're starting with a new segment. It's called Question of the Week. Should I do a special voice for it?
1: Question of the Week.
0: That sounded quite good. (laughs) Do you think I could be on the X Factor? No, Sam. So, this week's question of the week, which we're going to put out as a Twitter poll and then re- reveal the results at the end of the show oh, tension and jeopardy. This week's question of the week is who's your favourite Kelly? Because uh, we've got the lovely Kelly Convey comedian coming up on the show as my special guest. So, we're saying who's your favourite Kelly? We're not including Kelly Convey in the poll because obviously she's our favourite. But out of these three, <laughs> who's your favourite? we're going for Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Brook or Kelly Osborne. So the question is who's your favorite Kelly Brook, Kelly Clarkson or Kelly Osborne. Now, I don't I think this is quite a tough one, isn't it? You know, Kelly Clarkson, we know her from winning American Idol back in the day. Do you remember that? She's done some great tunes. Like what, Breakaway was one of hers She's really good at kind of belting it out And great for She's promoting positive body image And stuff around the place She's awesome So we like Kelly Clarkson Then there's also Kelly Brooke uh, I would say maybe he's She's my husband's favourite um, She was recently in a film And we had the director and one of the cast On Baines Plus One uh, Last year I think it was uh, she's gone into the acting world as well, Kelly Brooke. Uh, very lovely lady. She's, uh, she's our second option. And Kelly Osborne from the Osborne crew, the Osborne family. Sharon Osborne is a diva and an amazing woman. And I thoroughly enjoyed watching The X Factor when she was on. Also, love her red hair. Me and my mum have had many a discussion about how great Sharon Osborne's hair always looks on all these shows, you know, chatting about the important stuff. Uh, because she has it styled very well and she sort of changes it up a little bit every time but it always looks on point and I really liked it when it was red. My sister always had red hair. I think I would have red hair if I didn't do period dramas. They don't like bright red hair in period dramas. I don't know why. So those are your three options. Kelly Clarkson of the American Idol, uh, Kelly Brooke, model and, and actress, and Kelly Osborne of the Osborne royalty <laughs> I think we can call them that also is bonds royalty I mean I don't think any other royals would have bitten the head off a bat but you know it's debated as to whether he did that so that is our question of the week you can answer it by heading over to Twitter at uh, Samantha Baines I'll have tweeted the poll on there and we shall reveal the results at the end of the show if you're not on Twitter but you still want to get involved you can Facebook me go to facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines
1: He's plus one
0: Loving a bit of Amy Winehouse there. How good was that? Tears dry on their own. You're listening to Toxin Radio. It's me, Samantha Baines on Baines Plus One. This week's question of the week is who's your favourite Kelly? We're doing a Twitter poll uh, because we've got the brilliant Kelly Convey coming in to chat to us. Who's your favourite Kelly? Head over to Twitter and answer our question of the week. Is it Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Brook or Kelly Osborne? We've currently had an influx of real Kelly Clarkson fans. So if you want to even things up a bit you're going to have to battle. take your battle stations. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about our favourite Kelly who's coming into the studio today the brilliant Kelly Convy the Metro describes her as one of the nine hilarious women to look out for in 2017 she's an in your face and reassuringly confident That's what Shortle said. Comedian who's not not one to mince her words when giving audiences an insight into what modern women really think. She's a 2017 Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year 2017 nominee. That is a long title, isn't it? (laughs) I'm glad I did my enunciation exercises this morning. She's a 2016 So You Think You're Funny finalist, a Funny Women 2016 semi-finalist, Leicester Square New Comedian 2016 semi-finalist, Hastings Fringe. 2016 runner-up what was she doing before 2016 (laughs) <laughs> when she suddenly came and won all these awards and was in all these finals. And what is the rest of 2017 going to bring for the wonderful Kelly Convy? We'll be finding out very soon on Baines Plus One. Don't forget you can tell you can ask her your questions. Just tweet me at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S, or head over to Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines. Now, my favourite Kelly. I can't reveal who it is I'm, I'm, I'm split between our three for our question of the week but what, what have I been up to this week apart from enjoying Kelly's from around the world I'm writing my Edinburgh show and I, and I did tell you at the beginning of the show because I have written a poem this week and my poem this week is a bit of a serious one I know. Normally they're silly and funny and rhymey. Uh, This week it is a bit serious, but it does still rhyme. And it is about what happened yesterday in Westminster in London. And I'm currently enjoying the poetry world because I'm creating a little book of my poems that is going to be like printed on paper with a cover that is in color because the inside isn't going to be color because it costs more and <laughs> they're going to be printed and I'm going to sell them in the Edinburgh fringe and on they're going to be online on that online service where you go and you buy stuff you buy prime things uh, they're going to be on there and people can buy them I think my mum would buy one definitely and at least I would have sold one and that will be worth it. But, uh, yeah, if you enjoy my poetry, you can head over to my silly little poetry blog, uh which is just WordPress. Just go to WordPress and search some up the Baines. But so this one might be in it, but I need you to let me know what you, what you, what you reckon of the serious stuff. And uh, so this week I've been writing lots of poetry and I've been writing my Edinburgh show. I'm sure we are going to be talking to Kelly Convey, my guest coming up shortly about her Edinburgh show as well, because I think she's heading up this year. She's got a bit of an exciting poster. She even quotes me on it. Silly. I was more excited about having my name on someone else's poster than my face on my own poster. I was like, oh, that's me. Maybe I can get Kelly to do a quote for me, for my book, for my poetry book, and then we'll be like, (laughs) quoting each other and we'll be best friends. Anyway. Baines Plus One. It is Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. She's here, the marvellous Kelly Convey. Hello. Oh, hello. (laughs) Hello. coming
1: in. Oh, it's my pleasure babe, it's a pleasure to be here. It's lovely it's to have you. Now how are you? What have you been up to? Oh I'm very good thank you. I've been really busy um, and it's all kind of this morning. I'm glad that it happened this morning because I've got some good news. Um, I've just been signed this morning. Yeah. So um, that's really exciting. It's, Who have you been signed by? Um Off the curb who are incredible agent. Um,
0: so for people who don't know, they're a comedy, sort of stand-up comedy agent. They have Michael McIntyre, Alan Carr.
1: Yeah, literally, I mean, you look at their books, they're, they're all my comedy heroes and they're all the people that kind of inspired me to get into comedy. So to be listed with my name... I think I'm listed underneath Josh Widdicombe, which um, is pretty, it's <laughs> it's pretty, pretty nice, pretty yeah. pretty, pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm on top of the world. Like I was that weirdo on the tube this morning, just smiling at nothing, and everyone's like actually sure, all right. And I'm, like, I'm fine. Um, so I'm well. We need a bit maybe. of happiness after the day London had yesterday. Yeah, as well. it's pretty we were Talking about
0: that earlier in the show, that uh, what happened in Westminster. But we are bringing light to the airwaves in this show, so we we want happiness and For sure and. it's brilliant that you've been signed yeah
1: nice good news yeah i'm really tough i've been working very hard over the last year to to get somewhere with it and then finally it's all starting to fit into place so yeah
0: yeah so i want to talk to you about all of your career all these awards that you've done (laughs) where you've come from all of a sudden and sort of rocking the comedy world but first up it's the important stuff okay it's the quick fire round About to get real. I know, Kelly. Have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously?
1: um Not to my knowledge, and uh, <laughs> not to your <laughs> knowledge. I don't know. I'm just. It was just happening now. behind you, and you were like, "What now?" Genuinely got sweaty palms right now. What <laughs> <Have you? laughs> yeah. well, are you going to ask me, babe? We're not
0: going we're gonna, to. We're not going to test you too much, don't okay. we? Okay. I mean, what did you get in physics? At GCC? oh Jesus. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> good Um, I I like science that's why but I didn't I only got B
1: yeah I went to a Catholic school so I don't think they pushed the science too much (laughs) I was brought up Catholic are you still Catholic? Um, no I think most people that are brought up Catholic end up being atheists to be fair Um,
0: no I'm not a practicing Catholic anymore I just got it first time yay Yay! anyway (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Kelly Convey it's time for your quick fire round
1: quick fire round (laughs)
0: tea or coffee coffee cats or dogs dogs acting or comedy comedy men or dogs men (laughs) tinder or bumble tinder city or country city comedy or modeling comedy kelly or kells kelly chocolate or crisps crisps kent or london london primark or chanel primark movies or books movies tv or radio radio ketchup in the cupboard or in the fridge Fridge, adventurous or cautious? Adventurous. You pass. Oh Oh, well, actually, you kind of didn't pass because you said you did. You say you put ketchup in the fridge?
1: Well, to be honest, I don't really have ketchup, so I I keep it in the fridge because I thought it was. The only time I ever have ketchup is in a sausage sandwich, and then (laughs) other than that, it's just a no-go for me. Do you like cold ketchup in your sausage sandwich? It's just see, something to I, think
0: about, Kelly. It's just something to think about. I
1: see your point now, actually. Thank you. All right, it's coming out of the fridge. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> Changing people's lives, thanks <laughs> plus one. One bottle at a
1: time. What's your biggest guilty pleasure? Oh, um, my biggest guilty pleasure would be First Dates, Ooh. the TV show. Okay, I've I thought you that. just meant going on. Oh, that too. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Is that even a guilty pleasure? I don't even think that is. It's just the only well, the TV, TV show the TV show, I think it is. Yeah. Because some
0: people are like, is it something
1: you wouldn't confess to normally? Well, yeah, I mean, I just don't really watch television, but I will sit there for hours and catch up on that. You don't watch television? You don't eat ketchup? Oh no. What, what are you doing? Well, stand up. Yeah, stand up. It's because I work in the evenings. I, I don't get to see TV in the evening, and then I refuse to watch it in the day because you know ain't nobody got time for jeremy cloud you know i mean no but what about this morning that's a good one no, no. holly and phil well, look, there's nothing wrong with the show it's just if i sit down and watch that then it's like oh it's three o'clock in the afternoon before yeah. you know it you know you get sucked in so i have to i mean it's only ten thirty till twelve thirty, but yeah but it's, it's a slippery the slope you know is, yeah. once you start you're in so do you not sit at home
0: in your pajamas
1: no. We are very different people, Kelly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's the most recent lie you've ever told?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, well, not
0: ever. Most recent.
1: Most recent <laughs> lie. Uh, oh. Just a little one. Just a little uh, Do you lie? Do you lie about, like, happened? being late or not doing gigs? Um... No, I do you know what I did lie about um, this morning when I saw a charity person um, asking for Dogs Trust. Yeah. yeah, and they were like, "Do you sponsor a dog?" And I was like, "I already do. I sponsor a bulldog." And then I realised that Dogs Trust is assistance dogs, and they certainly do not have bulldogs. bulldogs. So I walked away very embarrassed.
0: Also, I love that you went in-depth with it. You weren't just like, no, thank you, or I already do. You, like, went specific breed. Yeah, yeah. That catches you out. When you lie, top-lying tips, (laughs) you've got to go broad. (laughs) Don't go specific because you get caught out. What's the one thing you couldn't live without?
1: My phone.
0: Okay. Yeah. um, What do you do on your phone? I'm an
1: addict. Uh, You know, I literally am on my phone constantly, and I've become very aware of that recently. Facebook... Um, mainly Instagram, Twitter. I mean, I just Checking sit Instagram. on it. Instagram, you know. Do you do the thing where you edit your photo in a different app and then put it on Instagram? Oh, I edit edit before, like, I mean, the edit is like, you'd look at the original photo, you'd think it was a completely different photo. Yeah, it's the most yeah. important bit, isn't it? Mm, I like lo-fi. Oh, as a filter, yeah. yeah. A filter.
0: I don't use Instagram filters. <gasps> I edit through a different app and then upload it. Oh, you don't do the I've double? I've become an Instagram snob. No, I, I never do the double. Sounds <laughs> double, like double an innuendo. Um, <laughs> no, just the, one, just the one for me. Okay, I'm sure married. Uh, mm-hmm. You're listening to Baines Plus One. We'll be back with more from Kelly Convey after this. Baines
1: Plus
0: One. It is Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines,
1: and the lovely Kelly Convey.
0: <laughs> oh. I don't know why I'm doing that sexy. Was that you your mind. radio voice? Yes, yeah, my radio voice. Was that your, like, Chocolate voiceover advert voice.
1: <laughs> I'm auditioning right now. Smooth, sumptuous chocolate. You're tuning into the lead <laughs> I'll stop talking like that. I
0: like it. <laughs> it's, people might complain. You know, people on the t- were complaining on TV because people were mumbling. Really? Yeah. In like taboo and stuff. I went on radio too to talk about it with Jeremy Vine. Oh, wow. They might complain because we're talking too deeply and they can't hear. Well, you know. Grumbly. Anyway, mm. Kelly Convey, it's time for interview proper because I have so many things to ask you. Like, what were you doing before two thousand and sixteen? Not so, comedy. <laughs> so we should say in two thousand and sixteen you were like in the final of everything, yeah. as I listed earlier. You were so you think you're funny finalist, funny funny women semi finalist, just Square new comedian semi finalist, Hastings Fringe runner up. Um. So what? Yeah. What? What? spurred you to give comedy a go in 2016 what were you up to before
1: yeah um well uh, I used to work in telly and then I was a travel writer um and then I was a wine writer Um, when I became like (laughs) I (laughs) love you just scooted over all those things what did you do in telly so I used to work for um a big international tv company um they have channels across the world and I used to buy the tv shows so I used to watch pilots of tv shows And then buy them and then put them on different channels. So you'd watch like True Blood or something and they'd be like, yeah, we'll buy that. So I did that for about seven years. And then um, I got the opportunity to travel the UK for a year for a very well-known travel company. Um, So I went to 52 different places in the UK in one year. Wow! Yeah, and then I've, that you don't do things by halves. No, do you? <laughs> um, and then when that finished, I was in between jobs, and I, I kind of set up an online blog, uh, which I don't have anymore. Um, but it was like funny dating stories with with my dog. And it got quite a bit of traction and people found it funny. And that's when I realised that like I've always wanted to do stand-up and maybe I was ready for it. And if I was making people laugh with stuff that's written down, maybe I can transfer that over. So I had a go (laughs) at an open mic night and then I just loved it. And then I just haven't stopped since. I've done about 240 gigs in a year. So, yeah, I went mad for it.
0: And uh, we've had a question from John on Twitter. Hi, John. (laughs) Would you call yourself a chav? (laughs)
1: <laughs> is the question oh, you see my routine um hi John um I would definitely um I, I'm not ashamed to say that I, I mean I was definitely a chav growing up um I probably wouldn't say I'm a chav now purely on the fact that I don't wear massive gold earrings and the stuff that I used to wear but you do talk about that on stage don't you yeah your kind of upbringing my upbringing yeah for sure like um I, I do come from I come from uh place called Chatham which is the original place where chaps were created um it's the, where the mediate version come from um and I was a full-blown chab I had like big gold earrings and gold chains and I used to wear my Kappa suit and everything and I loved it um and I think that as I've come into comedy um I've I've realised that that's something that I shouldn't be ashamed of. Is something that I should be very proud of. So it makes me who I am. It makes me unique. Um, f- certainly, for all of my corporate jobs, I hid that. I, I spoke in. Uh, I enunciated my T's, and um, I've come to realise that maybe it's a bit later in my life, or that through the confidence that comedy's given me, that just because I don't necessarily say all my T's doesn't mean that what I'm saying isn't valid. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, so I think I'm making a point of doing my new routine about being a chav is um, to highlight the, the importance of not forgetting where you come from and actually being very proud of that. You know, I've gone on to be very successful in life and um, I think a lot of that is through my streetwise way of being able to talk to anyone, you know? Yeah. And, you know. It's very important to have that balanced, you know. If I'd been very privileged, I wouldn't be the person I am and I'm very fortunate and grateful that I didn't have a privileged upbringing because I... I I, well, you know, I could be still a good person, but I, I wouldn't be the sort but of person. But it made you person. the person you are today. Yeah. So you started um, comedy
0: from a blog...
1: Yeah, please. well, that's what
0: inspired you.
1: Yeah, because I was getting a lot of people saying, "No, oh, you're so funny." Because I'd, I'd only done traditional travel writing, so it's very like very serious. Were you allowed to throw a joke in here and there? Oh, I do love a pun. I used to put puns oh, in. I don't know you, you talk to me about uh, puns. I know you like your puns, don't <laughs> you? <laughs> Such a pun fact. <laughs> you can have a pun off? <laughs> no, actually, I'm, I don't want to say that because I know how good you are with puns. So I don't, I don't want to be tested. Should we have oh, a pun? No, on? no I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, so you, you kind of.
0: Tried a little bit to put comedy into travel writing.
1: Yeah, um, and they weren't too pleased with it. They were like, you know, (laughs) just stick to the facts. Edit that out. Yeah. Um, So what's the coolest place you've ever visited? Um, Well, in the travel stuff. um, In the UK, because it was all based in the UK. I love Scotland. Um, The west coast of Scotland and all the islands off the coast of Scotland are amazing. Like, it's just... Some of the most stunning scenery I've ever seen in my life. And I think that actually traveling in the UK for a year, you, you don't realise what we've got on our doorstep. There's some incredible places that you can go to. Yeah, the weather's not always great, but um, places like York and stuff, you go away for a weekend to York, you have a great time, you know. But I think it's very typical of British people to be quite self deprecating. Every place I went to, I'd go up to the locals and say, What's your favourite thing about living here? You know, leaving. You know, say <laughs> nothing. We're very funny. <laughs> <though>. Yeah, I <laughs> like that. You know. Um,
0: so, what, any top tips of uh, country, uh, little villages on the coast of Scotland? Then.
1: Oh, go. where should I be going? You should go up from, like, you go from Glasgow and you basically drive up the West Coast and you just get ferries and island hop, like the Isle, Isle of Mull um, and Arran. They're just stunning. I'd say that they're better than Sky. I think Sky's just got a really good, like, um, PR you know that everyone goes go to the Isle of Skye. Yeah, but actually the other islands around that are in, I- insane. I mean, like, like you know, like the film when we Were little what was it Land Before Time where all the dinosaurs are? Yeah, it was like that big sweeping like green scenery untouched wow it really is amazing I'd love to go back and I took my dog with me um, throughout the whole trip so Nelson (laughs) my dog is a bulldog has been to the the top of the Isle of Harris he's a well travelled little puppy he is he is is. (laughs) He's a a sir and a lord.
0: Um, We've had another question. What's the worst gig you've ever had?
1: Oh, my God. So you
0: only started in 2016, that's right. So you're still quite new, but you've crammed so many gigs into your first kind of year and a bit. Yeah. So have you had any bad ones?
1: Oh, yeah. There was one, when I first started out, um, a lot of my content was um, quite actually learned shall we say and I think we all do that
0: I did that definitely
1: well do you know someone and I really regret not remembering who told me this but someone said to me that a comedian starts their career at their bits and then they go up to their heart and then they go up to their heads and I think it really makes sense you know I'm kind of at my heart stage now I started with my bits okay. and now I'm not like, talking about where I come from and my heart and I think the more experienced you are then you feel the, um, the confidence maybe to talk about like maybe political things or that's something a little bit more which really makes sense to me I yeah, think that's a really that's good thing. I think
0: I bypassed my heart and went straight to my head <laughs> and now I alternate between bits and head
1: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I <are> like
0: that <laughs> sometimes touching on the heart on the way down <laughs> yeah. okay I don't know if your say so, so. <laughs> I am married it's fine. Um, so yeah very quickly have you have you had a bad gig?
1: Yeah so I got to this pub in the middle of nowhere right out in the country and um the only I only had this 5 minutes set. I didn't have options like I do now I can flip around and it was all about um, your bits yeah my bits mm. quite graphically so and wow. it was all very elderly um, local people who were horrified to say the least was it silence it was silence and tutting um, oh, <laughs> tutting that is worse than silence <laughs> it was horrendous it was right back in the I mean that was a long time well, it seems like a long time ago it was only about a year ago but oh my god it was bad we've all had a bad one it was bad brains <laughs> plus one
0: it's Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines and Kelly Convey. We're Hello. chatting about designer handbags <laughs> air. We're comparing our handbags. Hurrah. Um, Kelly, it's been lovely having you with us.
1: Thanks for having me, man. It's time
0: for the Plus One game.
1: <gasps> okay.
0: Now, because you're sort of winning stand-up comedy currently, and you're <laughs> going to all these uh, finals that you've, you're in... Comedy finals, you must have had plus ones before, have you? Yeah. Who do you normally bring?
1: Um, My best friend. My best friend. Um, my best friend Ursula, she comes to a lot of my stuff. She's like my biggest cheerleader. Why is she a good person to bring to like a final? Um she she takes great photos. She laughs at all my jokes, even though she's heard them a million times. That is a good friend. And when you look out, she is there at the back, like beaming like a Cheshire cat and just <laughs> laughing, even though she knows what's coming. And just that support unit is just yeah. invaluable it's really really good
0: well we're going to help you plan for some different plus one situations right. in our Banes plus one game here we go it's the banes
1: plus one game
0: really upbeat music <laughs> okay, uh, so Kelly Conway, you can bring anyone you like—celebrity, uh, famous figure, dead person, fictional character. Who would your plus one be for a New Year's Eve party?
1: Oh, Party
0: Central. Um, they need, need to be good. Okay. Social situation. Social situation. Maybe dancing. Maybe someone you want to kiss at midnight.
1: Oh. Well, if it's someone I want to kiss at midnight and it's good fun, it'd have to be, like, a really hot actor, wouldn't it? Um and terrible with Who names. Who would you fancy? I really fancy... Um, uh, <laughs> terrible with names. I mean, David Beckham's the obvious one, but... Um, okay. Would What's you let name? him speak? He can do whatever like. likes, David Beckham. He can do whatever he likes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he do whatever he like.
0: okay. Would it be David Beckham? Do you want to bring him to a New If, it, if you're party? talking
1: about someone that I'm going to snog at midnight, then as long as Victoria doesn't mind... Well, you mind, don't have to. You could bring anyone you like. I was just trying to give you
0: some tips. As long as Victoria doesn't mind. As long as that, she doesn't mind. I think mind. she would. She
1: probably would. <laughs> um, yeah, screw, screw Victoria. I'm taking David Beckham. Great. Ideal. <laughs>
0: Uh, who would you bring as your one to the coronation of the next monarch? Oh,
1: deep. Yeah. Um, Formal state occasion. Formal state occasion. I would take Nicholas Sturgeon. Okay. Mm. Do you think she'd like that? I think she'd love my company. <laughs> Does she like the monarchy? I think that she'd have something to say about it. Um, and, you know, the, the conversation won't run dry. I think she I think if she of- might be invited already, actually. Well, then I should be her plus one. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got two plus ones. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Nicola Sturgeon. Do you think you'd get on? I really like her, and I would hope that she likes me too. If you're listening, Nicola, <laughs> let's
0: get hit, coffee. Hit up, Nicola. Yeah, let's stop, t- babes. Tweet in. <laughs> Hashtag babes plus one. Uh, who would you bring to, as your plus one to my thirtieth birthday
1: party? Are you inviting me? Well, it's in New York. All <laughs> oh, right. Well, if you fly really- over, yeah, you're more than welcome. <laughs> um, I would bring. Um, I would bring my next-door neighbour, Veronica. Okay. <laughs> right. She is a party animal. Uh, she's 71. Wow. Ja- yeah, Jamaican woman. She lives for life, man, and she would she would be the best person at your party. She'd bring jerk chicken, her own nice. homemade uh, rum punch, Ooh. and she will be the last on the dance floor about 6 o'clock in the morning. She'd be getting dune, you know. Wow, Veronica, mm. you are very welcome. Uh,
0: who would you bring as your plus one to travel back in time with?
1: Oh, um, I would take, um, um, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? David Attenborough. Oh mm. because then he could like he could talk over everything and narrate the whole thing. <laughs>
0: so you don't really want him to be there. You just want his voice. No, you can <laughs> to narrate your experience. I'm so selfish like in 1961. That's my David Asher awful impression. I'm through. Would you would you go and look at wildlife with him or would you just
1: Um, Well, it depends how far back we're going. Well, you can choose. I'd go back to the dinosaurs.
0: Okay, and then he could tell you all the facts about them yeah because
1: it's all well and good going back with someone fun but if they're like oh my god i, I don't know what that is like, i love that you want to go back to a time before humans
0: existed <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I who like that maybe says that. something about <laughs> <laughs> or oh, no there's articles today that they're drilling holes into the crater that they are blaming for killing out the dinosaurs Really? Yeah, you can check it out
1: on the news. Oh, well, I better look at some news.
0: Yeah, for, for when you travel back in time, it's good to know right, <laughs> where it's going to land. <laughs> and who would you bring as your plus one to the opening night when you headline the O2? <gasps>
1: oh, I'd have to bring my dad. Ah, nice. I'd bring my dad. I don't think I could have done much of the stuff that I've done over the last year without him. Is he so. very supportive? He's very supportive. And. um... I, I, I know full well that I wouldn't have been able to do any of this without him. So uh, I, when I first get my big something or other, yeah. it's, it's him that needs to be there to share that with me 100%. Oh, how, how has he supported you?
0: Does he, like, drive you around?
1: Again? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've always wanted my dad's approval with a lot of things. And I think, um, you know... It, uh, it, you know, I took a risk, I quit my job and uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. And he was like, all right, babe, <laughs> I'll see you in six months. And then in six months and I started to be in finals and stuff. And then, you know, I think just go into someone that you see as a rock in your life yeah. and someone that you always look for their sort of um, confirmation that you're doing the right thing he's been the one that's gone he's no you are amazing. yeah you are doing the right thing oh well I'm that's looking deep.
0: forward to seeing you at the O2 with your dad the
1: Poem of the Week
0: on Baines Plus One it is time for Poem of the Week with Reese about Baines Baines Plus One and Kelly Convey do you like the music Kelly?
1: I love it it's a bit like Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> Is it? I've yeah, not watched it
0: for a while. It's my phone. It's my jam. <laughs> is it? I thought you didn't watch much TV. Okay, Do you make I an exception? No, Just a Thomas. <laughs>
1: Come on. Good <Get> up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it is, this is Thomas' hand in Engine, man. it? Great. I love
0: it. <laughs> um, now, Kelly, you have written a poem for mm. us.
1: Yeah, I'm not much
0: of a poet. <laughs> I love that you've written one. What, does it have a title? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, pronunciation. Okay. Hmm. Okay, is one of my pet peeves. Shall I just get this? this Are you this? ready? Okay, I mean, here we I go. I mean, apologise first. <laughs> I'm
0: excited. Here is Pronunciation by Kelly Convey. Okay.
1: All right. My name is Kelly Convey, but many call it, uh, pronounce it Kelly Convey. Oh, gosh, I'm not that posh. I'm no Hyacinth bouquet. <laughs> I know that's how it's spelled. No hard feelings were felt. There's worse things that you could say. Like last week when the compere introduced me to the stage as Kelly Ann Conway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a poem of the week. <laughs> Kelly Ann Conway.
1: It's happened twice now. Are you Kelly Ann? No, but people have got it, you know, Kellyanne Conway is Donald Trump's advisor. Yeah,
0: but people I was just it in their worried, head.
1: like wondering maybe he saw Kellyanne and then yeah. said the surname
0: that he knew.
1: I don't know what it is. It's happened twice now. Did um, you have to make a joke about Donald yeah. Trump? Yeah. I did. I had to come up and sort of say, uh, "I'm not Donald Trump's advisor. I don't look like the squirrel from Ice Age with makeup on." Um <laughs> And let's get in the show on the road. I'm Kelly Convey because a lot of people say Kelly Convey, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not that posh. It's Kelly Convey, but Convey Kelly works
0: Con- well for like Edinburgh titles. I know, but <laughs> I just, just, it's very punnable. I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna have to be Kelly
0: conveys a
1: message, <laughs> her
0: ideas or comedy or
1: yeah. I just, I just, I've. It's one of those Convey. things when people get it wrong all the time. You know, it's sort of like. It's one of my pet peeves. It's getting really I like I like Convie. Convie sounds like in a prison.
0: If they'd named all the prisoners uh, after the alphabet, you'd be Convy. <laughs> it was a long setup, but it was off the top of my head. I'll tell so, you what,
1: <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Convie, the convict. You can have that, Kelly, if you want. Babe, right, so that's going to be the title of my show from now on. That's that's gold. V. <laughs> Kelly, Go Convy. and then
0: yeah, and then you'd be in like a. a a prison outfit yeah and it'd have a big v on the front you get <laughs> got it? a love bit of v be great con <laughs> v and then you could use your vagina material be great babes <laughs> I, I think we should just shut this whole thing in right now and go maybe and next year <laughs> maybe next year um right so uh, that was a brilliant poem of the week now my poem of the week obviously i've warned you is a little bit more serious this week. So I know I normally do silly rhyming poems and I do love a bit of the comedy rhyming poem. Um, but this week, because of what happened yesterday, uh, which was the Westminster attack, I I kind of just felt like I wanted to write this one. So here we go. It's called Westminster Attack. I wasn't there, but I was near. At Oxford Circus, we didn't hear. Everything seemed normal until I got a text. Is everyone okay? What happens next? The news seemed to be reporting something far off and strange, but at that moment I felt the change. The coverage was pounding out, dominating our screens, images of those shocking and horrifying scenes. London had a hush like never before, not since our transport was hit and before the war. Travelling into Westminster, the streets were empty, moving against a stream of about 20 who were all leaving the area, heavily heading home. This was not a place to wander, not the time for a roam. Helicopters were buzzing and filling the skies, sirens blaring and weary policemen's eyes. I grabbed a tea in Pret and I felt a little tense, soon comforted by the police presence. The officers popped in for a coffee, such a commonplace thing, but today it seemed importantly ordinary, something with which to cling. The country and the world send love to everyone affected. Such an awful day for anyone connected. We've opened our hearts and many have prayed. To those who would terrorise us, we say we are not afraid. There you go. There's my poem of the week with no jokes in it. Um, Kelly Convey is still with us for another couple of seconds. Uh, And you're listening to Bates Plus One on Hoxton Radio. Poem of the Week.
1: Plus one.
0: It's Baines Plus One. Kelly Convey is still with us in the studio. Hi, Kelly. Right.
1: Hi. Thanks for writing a poem. You're welcome. I'm sorry it wasn't really? very good. No, it was great. <laughs>
0: I loved to rhyme with her since bouquet.
1: I know, right? Was, I was I was quite proud of that. It was wonderful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we need to talk before you go about your Brighton Fringe show.
1: Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, it's my first hour, um, and I'm bringing it to the other place, um, which is the Warren, and it looks so cool. It's kind of like a little mini festival within the festival and it's um it looks so quirky and cute so I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing there um, it's brilliant I did
0: the other place last year and I'm back there this year it's a lovely little venue people should definitely oh, check great. it out great
1: yeah well if it's got your seal of approval then I'm very happy with
0: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I'm sure that that's what they're going to be telling him Sam
1: Baines likes it
0: so <laughs> yeah. you should come you just want
1: another quote on my poster <laughs> don't you I do approved
0: yeah. by Sam Baines yeah, I do <laughs> um, so because uh, for people who don't know even people in the London area obviously Brighton is very um, it's very easy to get to from London yeah. there's direct trains and the Brighton Fringe Festival goes on in May and June and is a kind of brilliant celebration of theatre and comedy and, and everything so I think even Londoners should check it out as well as people in Brighton 100%. and this will be your first time
1: it will be yeah it'll be great I mean it's, it's, I'm really excited because it's not my first time I really it's sort of this show is really about me and growing up and the change that I've gone through from my team Teenagers years to, to where I am now so it's a really nice um, story which I feel that a lot of people will be able to connect with and, and hopefully it's hilarious <laughs> so um, yeah no it should be good um, I'm down there for four days what are the dates? Um, uh, 26th, 27th 28th, 29th of May uh, so it's 26th to 29th and I'm on at 9.30 which is a nice little spot um, over the weekend so and Brighton's such a wonderful place and like you said it's so easy to get to mm. um, such a such a great vibe down there so I'm, I'm I can't wait actually and
0: the people who live in Brighton as well are very arty and very supportive of the festival so it's a great place to be yeah. I would definitely say check it out Kelly's come and done my gig two girls one cup of comedy which yeah. is on it, um, in Holborn in London every month and uh, I've seen her around the place lots of people are very excited about this lady so you should check her out before you can't afford a ticket <laughs>
1: thank
0: you <laughs> and just signed by Michael McIntyre's agent as well so we might not be able to afford a ticket very soon. like Michael McIntyre okay. um, <laughs> We'll have to watch you on the telly.
1: Well, yeah, well, you know, I'll let you in. You can be my plus one then. Oh,
0: <laughs> so yeah no one's ever said
1: me yet in that game I'm like (laughs)
0: can I just get my orders in now to be the plus one Um, Kelly Convy thank you so much for coming on the show thank
1: you for having me she's been absolutely
0: brilliant definitely check her out at the Brighton Fringe at the end of May you can also check her out on Twitter what's your Twitter handle
1: Um, it's Kelly Convy Comedy um, C-M-D-Y Kelly Convy Comedy and on Instagram as well and on Instagram and on Facebook I'm on across them all
0: follow this lady she's going to be big I'll be back with the Baines Plus One news after this
1: The news on Baines Plus
0: One Sit back and listen to Baines and her guests analysing some of the most important stories breaking this week It is time for the news on Baines Plus One It's just me this week yeah um, uh, don't worry. I feel like I can analyze the news very well on I, I'm like a news reporter. Imagine if they did this on the actual news. They read all the headlines and then afterwards they told you what you thought they thought about them, like personally. that's what I'm doing. It's the informal news. Anyway, these are the headlines. Starcross Lovers start their lives Coolest dad ever) This beer is a little nippy. Parking? That's fine. Life on Mars. I think those are all the headlines. Those are all the headlines. (laughs) I couldn't turn my page over. Behind the scenes of radio. So first up, star-crossed lovers start their lives... These are two babies, both alike, in hospital in South Carolina. Um, from... <laughs> they were... Oh. They were... So that star-crossed babies sleeping peacefully. And this is apparently how we're going to rewrite the opening of Romeo and Juliet, because their two newborns Romeo and Juliet they were born in different rooms next to one another without either set of parents aware of the strange coincidence that was about to happen Morgan and Edwin Hernandez welcomed Romeo at 2.06 p.m. on Sunday and then 18 hours later 18 hours and 8 minutes to be specific later Christina and Alan Shiflet announced the delivery of Juliet their names had been chosen apparently long before they were born but the coincidence was realised and they got an endurable picture of Romeo and Juliet, the newborns lying next to each other. Romeo's mother told ABC News, it's funny because we didn't even name him Romeo after Shakespeare. No, we named him Romeo. We named him after a singer called Romeo Santos that my husband and I both love. Who else was really worried there that she was going to have named him after Romeo from So Solid Crew? Anyone else? Anyone else? Um, No, it was named after Romeo Santos, a singer, not after Shakespeare. Juliet's mother said, we picked the name out months ago. We wanted a J name to go with our son's name, Jonas. I love that. We picked Juliet because we were watching the TV show Psych. And the character's name is Jules. I mean, have these people never heard of Shakespeare or like even the film with Leonardo DiCaprio? I love that they like if you were going to call your son Romeo, the, surely the first thing that springs to mind would be Romeo and Juliet, Shakespeare. Not a singer. And if you're going to call your daughter, do- I, I guess Juliet is a slightly more common name. But I love that they they called their sort daughter Juliet after someone in a show called Psyche. Mmm, okay. <laughs> Uh, the photographer was Cassie Clay Schultz, who took the picture of, of this uh, Romeo and Juliet baby couple. And both babies, she said, have full heads of hair and already make the cutest couple. I hope they stay in touch. I hope their parents stay in touch. And then in the future, in like 20 years time, when I'm slightly older, I'll be 24. Um <laughs> Um, I'm doing a radio show somewhere and I get this story that Romeo and Juliet are now together and they met as babies how cool would that be and I'll be like I remember no I'll be 24 it's fine Um, I remember when I reported that these babies met that is cute isn't it that's a nice coincidence next up coolest dad ever if you ever turn up to school red faced and gasping after having to run the last mile up the hill then you might not want to hear this. For some people, when they sleep in, they get taken to school in a helicopter. Because that's what happened to a kid in Ukraine who was filmed running out of a car park and into lessons with his shirt untucked. The Robinson R-22 beta landed outside the school in the elite Lipki district of Kiev in the capital. Passers-by filmed it, um, because you don't normally see a chopper land at school. And we're amazed to see a boy step out. That that beats getting a, a backy on your brother's bike, doesn't it? Or a lift with Dave's mum. The boy is reportedly the son of Andrei Palachevsky, a former Deputy Minister of Sports for Ukraine. M- Mr. Palachevsky has not so far commented on the incident, um, but it has sparked debate on social media. Some people are criticising the father for spoiling his son by taking him to school in a helicopter. I mean, I can see that angle, but also... You get in loads of trouble if your kids are late because they blame you as the parents. So if you had the facility of a helicopter, you'd use it, wouldn't you? Anna Melanchuk said, All we can hope is that such people get a proper judgment one day. Only this way will humanity have a shot of getting stabilised again. Anna, I think you've slightly overreacted there. But Artin Olibin argued, Don't be jealous. Why would you bother with that? It's great when people are able to afford such things. Oh, Arden, like isn't it great? They have got a helicopter. I mean, if you've got one, why not use it? If I had a helicopter, I'd take it. I'd take it to the loo with me. <laughs> I'd take it everywhere. Be like, oh, I just pop down to pop down to the shops for some soy milk. Take my helicopter. I think Tesco might be a bit annoyed though if I landed in their car park. Do you think they do you think I've had to pay for parking? You know when you you take your car to the supermarket and then you, you you give it to those people who kind of clean it for you for cheap. Do you think they do a helicopter? Don't know. Anyway, a, bo- a boy got a lift to school in a helicopter. I think it's quite cool. Next up, parking. That's fine. A driver has been given twenty six parking tickets. That isn't something you'd. <laughs> You'd be happy with Imagine arriving back to your car or your helicopter with 26 parking tickets on it. He left, uh, they left their car in the same spot for six months. The fines worth £100 each are now worth considerably more than the 16-year-old Hyundai Coupe. Coupe or coupe? I don't know anything about cars I can't drive. The car has been sat in a car park in Kingsheath in Birmingham for six months with the owner nowhere to be seen. Uh, the Y-Reg Hyundai could be valued at around £150, making the fines attached a staggering 17 times more than the value of the vehicle itself. Uh, Sarge, a shop owner from Grey Hayes, a vape shop located in the car park, spoke about the vehicle. He said it's been there for six months. I've no idea whose it is, whosoever it is, isn't going li- to like it when they come back to get it. It's the first time the car has been... It's not the first time the car, a car has been left in a Birmingham car park. In 2014, a Mercedes S-Class, you won't want to leave that behind, was left abandoned in, and the car park was trying to trace the owner and demand a bill for £14,235. I mean, I'm suggesting uh, they're not going to find the owner of that Hyundai if it's only worth £150 and they've got to pay all those fines on it. Why, but it leaves you to think about why you would leave your car in a car park for six months. Is it to get cheap parking at Heathrow? Because parking at the airport's so expensive. They parked their car in Birmingham and got a coach, maybe. Maybe they're going to come back from their gap yard and be terribly upset. Anyway. Maybe we'll find out more. This beer is a little nippy. Disturbing footage has gone viral, showing a man, oh, pierce a can of beer, then down it using a dead shark's mouth. What? The man, who was very pleased with himself in the, in the video, um, punctures the metal with one of the predator's teeth, then sucks sucks out the beer, while his friends look on admiringly. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's got good friends today oh i do admire a man who punches a can with a shark's tooth and then sucks out the beer the stunt went viral i don't know why i made that northern i don't think it is, it is from the north where would you get a shark's tooth yeah you order it online the stunt went viral after it was featured on the social media site total frat move that sounds quite American, doesn't it? Uh, the man in the footage is an American student studying uh, enjoying his recent spring break. Spring break. Spring bake is a <laughs> spin-off of the popular TV show the Bake Off. But he was enjoying spring break. He was uh, drinking the beer and it's known as shotgunning because the liquid flows out so quickly so you have to down it. The video sparked anger on social media with one user saying... So not okay. Sharks deserve enough respect not to be used as drinking prop by boys with a single digit IQ. Okay, pal? Do you like the voice I did for that? Someone else said, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. The shark appears to have a fishing line extending from its mouth, but it's not known if it had already washed up on the beach before this. We don't know where the video is taken. If you want to check that out, <laughs> it's on social media. On, on the site we all check regularly, total frat move. Life on Mars. Oh, Alien chasers are claiming a major coup for their quest, Life on Mars, with a lizardy feature. I mean, we, we spoke about this last week, but it's such an exciting story because I get so excited about there might be life on Mars and aliens, you know, I do my Edinburgh shows, don't I, on, on science and the universe. This animal looks a lot like a lizard... With a tall, thin back, because recently they thought there was a squirrel like figure on Mars. This is more like a lizardy feature. The photo is 10, 10 minutes apart and it shows this lizardy animal scut- scut- scuttling across Mars. <laughs> and conspiracy theorists are like, there's totally life on Mars. We should check it out. They say it's 100% real proof that aliens exist. Um, whereas other people are saying mm, it might just be your eyesight convincing you that you can see things. You know, like people say about ghosts, they're like it wasn't a ghost; it was the dark. But maybe there are ghosts, and maybe there are aliens, and maybe they're coming. The lizards are coming to say hello. Scary thought. Don't worry, if they do, I'll get them on a ge- as a guest on Banes Plus One. We'll find out all about them. <laughs>
1: You're listening to Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio.
0: It is Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. Thanks so much for joining me this Thursday afternoon. It is, of course, time for the results of the new question of the week. Question of the week. It's my ex. Impression. So this uh, this week's question of the week was, who is your favourite Kelly? Obviously, in honour of our marvellous guest, comedian Kelly Convey, uh, we said, who is your favourite Kelly? Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Brooke, or Kelly Osborne? Now, the poll has been on Twitter throughout the show. We've had thousands of entries, as I'm sure <laughs> you'll appreciate. But the winner, by quite a margin, 75%, is the wonderful Kelly Clarkson. Hooray! Well done, Kelly. Kelly Clarkson off American Idol is our second favourite, Kelly, because actually Kelly Conby is our favourite. Kelly Brooke was a close second. Um, and no votes for Kelly Osborne. Oh, no osborns fans in the house I've always been a bit of a rock fan and my dad was the biggest rocker there is so I do like the Osborns and I did because theirs was the first really reality TV show wasn't it? I did I watched that when I was younger I don't tend to watch that much reality TV these days because I'm out and about innit but um, I did I did watch the Osbournes and got involved with their life so maybe I'd vote for for Kelly Osbourne but there we go the winner is the wonderful Kelly Clarkson that's our favourite Kelly (laughs) if you've got any ideas for next week's question of the week uh, let me know you can tweet me at Samantha Baines B-A-I-N-E-S and at Hoxton Radio as well if you like your gig featured in our gig guide. You can also tweet me with the hashtag #BainesGigs. I shall be away next week because I'm off to New York because I'm turning 30. (gasps) So old. But I think it's going to be fine. Lots of people have told me that your 30s are the best time. I think I'm going to sort of enjoy it. I'm going to swan into my 30s and party on down and then look forward to my 40s. I'll be away in New York but uh, you can catch me in two weeks time when I'll be back on Hoxton Radio giving you the lowdown from New York, my top tips and I'll be back with another marvellous guest from the world of TV and comedy. Don't forget you can listen again to this show and all the previous episodes of Baines Plus One on iTunes. Just head over to your iTunes app, search Baines Plus One and hit subscribe and you'll be up to on all of our new episodes. Kelly Convey will be up there very soon. We've had loads of brilliant guests on the show like Jade Adams, who is an Edinburgh Award winner, Sean Walsh, who you'll see on your telly boxes on panel shows, and Felicity Ward, who's on telly and a brilliant Australian comedian as well. So check out all of those on iTunes. Bane plus one. Thanks for listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. The show is originally recorded on Hoxton Radio and the podcast is sponsored by Penguin in the Room, award-winning marketing for the arts. Go to www.penguinintheroom.com for more info. Don't forget you can follow me on social medias at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S on Twitter and Instagram and facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines on Facebook. Please subscribe and leave us a nice review.